This week on Nerds Who Get Laid Sometimes, the nerds talk about their favorite documentaries. They also discuss Daredevil Season 3 coming in 2018, Black Adam beginning production in the fall, and the new Venom trailer. All this and so much more in the Nerd News segment. They also give you a review of their Nerd Week and Nerd Ons, and they talk about donuts. All of this and so much more to scratch your nerd itch on Nerds Who Get Laid Sometimes. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Uh, yeah! Fucking restart that shit. Welcome to Nerds Get Laid. Sometimes. Sometimes. We're all here. All five of us are inside this ice cooler. I didn't know that you had to take out a second job, Ray, so you start hanging meat in here. <laughs> I, he's, I, he's making cold storage uh, to run for, for their money. so long cold about cuts. how hot it was in here. We're starting to get ready for ground chucks. Yes. Yeah, that's we, what we got we're doing. It's not storage. cold enough yet. Uh, Start putting on our Iceland gear and testing it out in here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pretty much. He's trying to get us used to the temperature that we're going to have to embrace. So I'll just, br- I'll just bring a Snuggie the whole time. <laughs> I'll be okay. Uh, it's my goal to one day have it cool enough in here that TJ won't sweat. <laughs> no, that's impossible. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, we, we will yet. die. No. So we'll have to get below absolute zero. We'll, we'll look like that homeless guy on Scrooged underneath the sewer. <laughs> <laughs> and TJ will sit, be sitting next to us like, fuck, it's still kind of hot. You guys. <laughs> I, I don't, know. don't mind if I take my shirt off. Yeah. <laughs> it's next to your frozen Ooh. corpse. They just radiate yeah. cold air. If TJ so was good. a superhero, he'd be sweat, man. <laughs> Ugh. Not terribly <laughs> wrong on that. You can't catch me. Like he actually, he'd be a villain, and he would rob stuff, and people would try and grab him. Like, ew, it's so slimy. <laughs> if he were a punk band, it'd be called Global Warning. <laughs> no, uh, oh. <laughs> swing and a miss. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we'll stick with. I sweat, still man. don't get it. Yeah. All right, guys. Oh, so we've been. Uh, Showing up for at least three, four years now, and it, nothing's Top changed. Yeah. And uh, we're going to just go ahead and move on Still to our nerd. Shitty on. as we always were. <laughs> yeah. Get your nerd on. All right, here we are with Nana Nerd on where we tell you what we've been nerding out on. Uh, let's kick it out and be a little random and go with Chuck. Chuck. Not Chuck. Chuck. Why Chuck. First? Chuck. 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 Chug, chug, chug. I don't have a beer in my Chuck hand, man. Chuck slowly does turn to chug, so he's yeah, like, it does. I know it does. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's why he's so chug, popular chug, in the Bukaki industry. Yes. We're all ears. I know. Yeah. I mean, we, we ride. I was why waiting for the interruption when I started talking. That's why I was uh, wait. Sorry, sorry. So I know it's going to happen. Sorry, Chuck Logan. Oh, that's some aggressive. Mm, Chuck, uh-huh. uh, this week, I uh, was able to acquire some uh, more Marvel Legends to my collection. Yeah, no dignity. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sorry. It's it's what I'm into he, right he now. He did apply two more birds to his jeans, so that's true. Mother- <laughs> that, that- <laughs> I'm ready for bonfire season. I'm burning them, bitches. I'll bring them over. We'll burn them. <laughs> 
All right. Yeah. You've heard it first. Chuck's going to burn. <laughs> a big old one gene yeah. diddle bonfire. <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> my shit I've gotten for this. They're going to smell happen. so good. I know. I mean, you're gonna ha- you're gonna uh, lose count though on how many birds you've captured and eaten in the parking lot <laughs> of Roadhouse. Do you really want to burn your antique <laughs> jeans? I wonder if there's gonna be like a green wiener skull like on the smoke. <laughs> get you! And like Chuck's all happy now. And hey guys, let's get a new phone. <laughs> let's go to Iceland. But on the uh, beach. <laughs> go to the beach. I was able to get. I'm going to the. I haven't seen it. Going. Yeah. That's meaning it's going to happen. Uh, I was able to acquire <laughs> this week uh, from one of the guys in the uh, the Marvel Collector Group. I'm in uh, Lasher and Spider Punk from the uh, Lizard Build a Wave set. Also a nice. Ben Riley Spider Man figure. Ooh, Wait, now so, you're talking Malangua. I'm kind of excited about that because I I never saw it in stores, but I yeah, think I, I wasn't looking one. at time. I think it was like 2015 when it came out. Oh God. Okay. No, but, I uh, thought it was a recent one. No, it's a. Uh, Ben Riley, Scarlet Old Spider, to be a legend. got like eight different hands, uh, Carnage uh, head sculpt also for it. It's kind of weird, but uh, I was also able to acquire from the same guy, uh, Syphilis. Green Goblin, uh, he, he lives in California, uh, Green Goblin and Jackal to finish the Sandman build up wave figure. Fuck you, Nathan. And I got the Doc Ock also, so I'm very excited about that. I have pictures of it. So. Correct. I know, I like, Tourette's. people listening are just like, he just like, he randomly yells. They don't fucking care. You're, honestly, though, you deserve it. No matter, <laughs> what, <laughs> no matter when or hair, where or how. Sometimes I'm just at work. You're nowhere around. You have a message. It's just like, fuck you, Nathan. <laughs> I think we have it embroidered yeah. on something in our house. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> other than that, uh, I was able, uh, I finished uh, South Park, uh, the fractured butthole. Mm-hmm. It took me a while to get into it to get used to the mechanics. Then get I actually the I loved it. Then yeah. I enjoyed the game. And then when I beat it, it just fell flat to me. Oh, like I like the first one. Happens. Sounds you know. like your sex life. Once you're spinning, it takes you a while know. to get into it. You beat it, and then it falls flat. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, <laughs> so I'm going to go, go ahead and go to with the himself uh, on that DLC <laughs> that's included in it and just keep playing the game keep a little bit it. more. Yeah. But, uh, other than that, I uh, caught up. Are completely now again on Castle Rock. The fourth mm-hmm, episode came mm-hmm. out this week. If you still haven't checked it out, I know Nathan hasn't watched uh, the newest episode yet. Not yet. But uh, TJ, I think, said started. It's only like six episodes in, though. Four. Isn't it? Yeah. Well, they had four. They oh, start they, two weeks ago, they dropped the first three, uh, and then it's going to every week. Hope they pick them back up. But uh, I'll wait. It's still it's an amazing show. If you haven't watched it yet, you just go ahead and get into it. It's not overly Stephen King, like, it's not super creepy or anything. But it has a great story so far. So again, if you haven't I'm just watched it, not a st- like I, I like some matter. Stephen King stuff, but it's just like nothing I'm excited about. It's a good story. Just just well, try it out. Just Stephen try King's not excited about you yeah. either. And, That's uh, true. <clears throat> been still going through Arrested Development. And every time I've been watching it this week, I'm like, <laughs> I would rather watch The Office. And then something comes along, I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna keep it on Arrested Development. I got to the point today. I was like, when I got off work, <clears throat> I'm like, you know what? Screwed. I'm gonna watch The Office. And Mr. F is going on right now. And I'm like, let's put the controller down. I'm just going to keep going with this. I think that's the one point in uh, Arrested Development that it like veered off a little bit and was a little bit different, but still was really, really good at what it did. I think it's my personal favorite little storyline of Arrested Development. Just the whole little Britain. It's just so stupid. (laughs) The first time you watched through it. Yeah, we Yeah, thank you. The first time I watched through it, it was just... Incredible, yeah, so good. the The reveal and everything was just so good. So the, the episode with the Japanese investors on that was just 
God. There's a lot of good gold. Was, yeah. yeah. A lot of that gold in episode episodes. was yeah. gold. Like I said, the first season. <laughs> there. Second watch through. First season was a lot better than I thought. So I give y'all credit for that. But uh, I keep thinking, I'm like, God, I just, I've seen this before. I don't want to finish this. And I'm just, every time I want to turn it off, it's like something just goes and it Golden. turns me back on. I'm like, yeah. all right, I'm going to keep watching it. But uh, other than that, that's really all I've done besides work this week. All right. Well, TJ, what you been doing? Well, a little more than last week. Um, Ooh. Yeah, that uh, wasn't hard, actually. So she said, damn it. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so th- I finally uh, spun down by Sweet Dreams. Ray's talked about it a few times. Yeah, it's that's the ice-, ice cream store that I go to sometimes. Yeah. With the weirdo flavors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like and armpit juice. <laughs> <laughs> no, they had um, Worse? this one. Armpit I got, cream? <laughs> I got this one. uh they have these uh, Sundays called like a Goliath Sunday. It's just like three uh, big scoops of ice cream. Uh, the one I got was uh, Jack and Jack, Jim, and Johnny, which is ooh, yeah, exactly that what sounds, you think. That it sounds would be. very yeah. TJ. It was very very good. Let me um, get the uh, most crazy flavor you got here: vanilla, <laughs> Let me, chocolate. Do you have a flavor that can get me real drunk? Yeah, that's that would do it. Yeah. Um. Chocolate bacon and peanut butter curry. I had those three together, mm-hmm. like in that order in a layer. So Dang. it was really good. So the curry was on the top or the bottom? Bottom. Okay. I bet so your I went down breath to was that. Fantastic. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. No All savory flavors, case, which sure. is which yeah. is which for ice cream is strange, but. I've had, I think I've had all of those, and they're all really, really good. Yeah, they were the consistency fantastic. of the ice cream. I'm sure really pairs well with the flavor. It yeah. was the the consistency is like a harder ice cream, yeah. like when you um, like a gelato, maybe no, no, like an actual ice cream. It's like ice cream. It's really weird how they get those flavors in it mm-hmm. and keep the consistency that they do. It's it, yeah, it, it, I think it is ice cream witchcraft. Yeah. Icecraft. Um, Katie got one that was called Guilty Pleasure, um, which had like a caramel Ooh, chocolate, I potato chips. <laughs> yeah, it has potato chips in it. Which yeah. I've had some. I've had some of those with potato chips in it I before. And yeah, you hope yeah. for a salty, crispy crunch in it, but you yeah. don't usually get that. No, you don't. It, the potato <laughs> Me, chips are <yeah>. soggy. <laughs> it's kind of odd. Like why? I'm why was it in there? And I know it. Um. Skyrim's kind of pulled me back in as far as video games this last week, and that's all you really have to do. That Katie's sleeping schedule—he's play for hours. And yeah. hours. <laughs> it's six thirty at night time to bust time it to up. play Skyrim. Hey, honey, let's watch an episode of our. F- okay, she's asleep. Let's <laughs> play Skyrim. Um, as far as some new stuff I picked up, I haven't got a chance to uh, watch or read any of it, but I got uh, Rebel season four. Uh, picked that up this week. I'm so excited. Yeah. So you need to watch that quick. Yeah. Ray's going to (laughs) instantly borrow that. So I'm well aware of that one. Then I picked up some uh, Transformers trades at Second and Charles. They had a 50% off sale this last weekend if you bought four or more used trade paperbacks. Um, I got uh, Transformers Regeneration 1, Volume 1 through 3. Oh, nice. And then Sins of the Wreckers. Okay. Which is a sequel to my favorite Transformers story, uh, um, Last Stand. The last end of the records. So. Sins of the records. <laughs> he wasn't in a toy zone. <laughs> he wasn't. 
And then uh, how did you live with yourself? What do you think the insurance premiums are on Transformers? <laughs> Transformers. <laughs> do you think State Farm cover like Optimus Prime's like? Yes, I need to see about getting some protection. <laughs> I haven't been feeling very well. <laughs> I don't know. Blue, Blue Cross uh, Blue <laughs> Steering Wheel. I don't they know. They have to reg- They have to go to the DMV to register themselves. And get tags. I'm switching to Autobots. Their insurance is so much better. <laughs> they have full coverage. Damn it, Starscream, get back here. In any of these like <laughs> fictional superhero or movie universes, can you imagine insurance companies and how much money they make? Like, oh, you're Ooh, gonna be yeah. operating in the uh United States, huh? Well <laughs> you're gonna need some stuff for that, <laughs> Mr. Optimus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Start with Form A, alien vehicles. Here you go. <laughs> It would oh, be God. horrific. Yeah. They got to license it. <laughs> and then um, I normally don't talk about stuff I'm going to be getting next, mm-hmm. the, the next syphilis. week. <laughs> um, this is the third time you've used that syphilis joke today. N- when was the first time? I remember the second time. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> That was good. Thank you. Um, okay, TJ, please continue. But I did get notification that my Gladiator Hulk is shipped oh, out. Oh, yeah. So the I, other I gotta day. ask, man. I'm uh, gonna take a little little train here on it. So with Hot Toys, I see the value in a lot of figures. Yeah. I do not see value in the Hulk because be, I mean, now I will say with Gladiator Hulk, at least he comes with some cool accessories. Exactly. But especially like the older ones. I'm like, he doesn't look much cooler than like the Marvel Legends. And it's like some of the or not the Marvel Legends. What's the the other uh, Marvel figures that were pretty big that would come like a the diorama. Select. Yes, yeah, the select like, ones. I, and I'm like, and those are those aren't one six though. They're they're not. And I'll get, but like, just the material doesn't equal out besides the rights and stuff. So well, I, I want to see the. the you know, fit. Nathan, that's just my why opinion. you're not a true collector. I guess you're just a hobbyist. <laughs> you know, and I think once you really understand what it means to be a collector that's i don't know hulk's just not really a figure that you know beginners can really appreciate <laughs> you know it's I, not it's not a bush league it's not a, it. It, Nate, it's that's evaluate. why i use uh reward points to pay for a lot well, of it actually me too yeah. <laughs> and, and i honestly feel like unless you're a huge hulk fan yeah, you no have the Hulk because he's number one giant compared to the other ones, yeah. and you have him as a back piece for the rest of your Avengers. True, but yeah. even though the size of it, it's a, like the standard Hulk figures didn't really come with anything except because for a big huge. price tag. Yeah. So I, I, I think Nathan's, Gladiator Hulk's an interesting, oh, just an interesting looks, design. Different. Yeah, Nathan, let's get your opinion. No, I mean, it was just like when I look at it for the price point of it. Um, you know, because when you look at like most of the one six, they come with like really detailed clothing, things like that yeah. to come with it. And I can see where a lot of money goes with the Hulk. He's mostly muscles and purple the figure, pants, which is yeah, like you know, plastic yeah. um, a plastic mold. And he does come with one or two accessories, but it doesn't equal like what the four hundred dollar price point was. He three fifty, three fifty for this, and one. Just, this one also has a, a seamless skin body as well. Yeah. On the Which arms. is cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, and that's cool. I just, I don't know. I, like I'm just the like, Age of Ultron Hulk or something like that. Is yeah. What you're talking well, even about. with this one, I, I was like, just the price point, it definitely turns me away, and I'm surprised as many people bought it as they but did. It's yeah. a big son Except of a unless bitch. you're a, that's true. a completionist and you yeah. just got And I think have there's it. a lot more people. Like, I, I never get it or got it. 
Uh, people love the Hulk. They love the fuck out of the yeah. Hulk, and they collect yeah. his comics. They read his stuff. I've never read a Hulk comic that I've been like. You know, this is really good. I haven't read a lot of the Peter David stuff, um, of course. That's why you, I recommend you don't the Keith like David Ro- stuff. The Keith David Hulk. <laughs> it's really good. That's why you don't like Hulk stuff, so you haven't read Peter David's yeah. stuff. But, but uh, uh, yeah, I, 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 that's people like, love Hulk, though. You know, that's like reading B-Sides of the Swamp thing, man. You got to read the mainline <laughs> stuff. You got to le- read the like Alan Moore. Heather Locklear. But, all right, go but on. As, no, far as, as far as this one goes, it had all the gladiator armor stuff yeah. on it and everything, and that's what appealed to me about this one because I completely agree about the previous versions because on the previous versions, they were around a $300 price range for just the basic figure. They did have a two-pack for the Avengers version that came with Bruce Banner as well. But that bumped the price up exponentially because you have a second figure in there. Yeah. And honestly, who really wants a Bruce Banner figure? Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and he's probably so yeah. fucking excited about it. And I feel yeah. bad oh, yeah. for saying that now. No, what's it's probably going to be more expensive are the uh, the kit bash figures of the in-between transformation you have to purchase. <laughs> yeah. Like oh. slightly bigger and greener Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> <laughs> and then Tiny Hulk. <laughs> I would actually really appreciate it. Uh, a, a transforming like uh, yeah, it yeah. would just be There's like like I don't know like fucking like some kind of like inflating <laughs> like figure, Ooh. like, like fat man but reverse. Fun, actually, yeah. let's yeah. patent that shit. Now, did you have yeah. send a picture of it like somebody holding the whole hand in their hand? Yeah, it's, it's like the size of an infant's hand. Yeah, almost. it's crazy <laughs> you how could, big yeah, this you fucking could adopt figure this thing is. It's so big. <laughs> I mean, it's not quite Hulkbuster size, but it's no. pretty Which damn is supposed close. To be yeah. smaller because. Normally, those figures are so they're one six, they're twelve inches. Yeah, and this one is sixteen point nine. I think uh, actual 18. measurements on it come in at about eighteen something. Good yeah. God, damn! Yeah, big. so that's, that's a big old. That's like photo. nine of my dicks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, right. sorry, I'm in eighteen. So I'll be taking some <laughs> pictures of it, terrible. and we might do a video on it. Yeah, we, I, I, I'm I'm into us trying that out. Okay. So we might do a video on it. So something for you guys to look out for next week. Sweetness. All right. All right. Let me go ahead and kick off mine. Um, Boo. 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 I boo you. Boo. So uh, I've done a couple of things this week. Uh, I I sat down and rewatched Batman Dark Knight uh, yesterday. I th- I think it kind of uh, tripped off when you mean ma- the Heath Ledger Joker one. Yes. Okay. Mm. Um, when I think uh, someone posted. Something I think it was maybe TJ an article about it still being a one of the best you know Marvel superhero movies and I was like I haven't watched this movie in years now yeah. one of the best Marvel ones yeah sorry not Marvel um, superhero movies okay. yeah. sorry. Ever. I apologize uh, anyway so I was like I haven't watched it in years and I put it on and it's funny just how much I remember that movie like it was even at parts I was like I, d- I haven't forgot anything the, the whole movie is like stuck with burned me. to the back of your head. it really has like yeah. I, I, almost where I was like ah oh, man I should do something else because it didn't feel that fresh. In terms of being away from it that long, but the movie still holds out. It's a beautifully shot movie. Like, yeah. I, there's none I can take away from it. Really, I do still love it. Heath Ledger's perfect. Uh, I like the influences, like of Heat. Like I know uh, when you watch that opening scene, just it feels like you're watching the movie Heat with Val Kilmer and Al Pacino. And then when you read about it, that Nolan was actually very inspired by that movie, which mm. he put into The Dark Knight. He actually made everybody watch Heat. Like uh, it's built up, and it's just it's such a good just story that goes across. So, if I you love ha- watching the making of too, 
on that. I oh, need to watch. I've never watched the making. They, of they've done some. Uh, they because that was one of the first ones where they used an IMAX camera. It's yes, actually the I first movie that, they used yeah. an yeah. IMAX camera yeah. for action scenes. Yeah, and some of the scenes that they did with it is crazy what they had to do to get it to work because oh, it's those like much, they were huge yeah there's huge cameras at the time and it's just an amazing thing to watch but you get so much into the frame and that's why you get so much scale onto it and it mm-hmm. just looks so phenomenal like and that's really why the fight scenes are still so good the the chase scenes like the the scene with harvey dent in the back of the squad and they're going through town and jokers behind them just like yeah. shooting off you know rockets and the, that's where the semi truck gets flipped just so amazing and all practical effects. I think that's cool. They actually fucking flipped a semi truck in the yes. middle of downtown. Mm-hmm. Like those type of things just last so far. And so one thing I never realized about that either was I didn't realize that the the uh, bat pod is actually the two front tires of the the Batmobile. Yeah, is that what it is? They yeah. shoot it. That's yeah, the tumbler. The pod is the no, that's the motorcycle yeah, yeah the it's the two yeah. front tires i thought it was like the front and back one for some reason okay. yeah, yeah, i didn't know no, it's the two front tires yeah like when it deploys when, you see it spin then it goes off mm-hmm. yeah it deploys out of the two front tires and the two front tires turn and yeah. uh the way a motorcycle would and that's where you ride and they had to build a real one of these fucking things for people to yeah. to drive and they had to find a fucking person crazy enough to exactly. ride exactly and and all those things when you're walking, you're like, man, this thing is insane because it's like you know, just like tearing through town. You're like, they, that's a real fucking thing they built. Yeah, and that dude's yeah. on her hauling ass. That's a really hard to control. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't watched it, it's it's definitely worth a rewatch. Uh, yep. It's been like I said, a couple of years since I'd watched it. Um, I really have been getting into uh, this new podcast called Hardcore History uh, by. I forget the guy's name right now, but it's called Hardcore History. Look it up. But I've been listening about uh, WW1. Um, mm. I didn't. I don't know much about it. Like in retrospect, like I, I'm definitely not an expert on any war. Now but like, you I, will know. I know a lot more than I ever. This guy does deep dives into it. Um, like each episode is around three hours, three and a half hours. Oh my god. Yeah. And there's, I think, six episodes six. covering World War One. Yeah, so, I mean, he Ooh. goes into just every little thing you want to know about it, all the way from the uh, the assassination, which kicked off the war, and then just talking I'll about... Talk Katie like, about that one. Yeah, it's, it's, it's politics, it's uh, logistics, army movements... Tactic. Uh, everything, like every aspect, the social ramifications of it. What I really enjoy crimes, about it everything. is... Yeah, him talking about just the scale of, you know, at how big that war was in our time where you have millions of people being deployed back and forth that had never been seen on any human scale. Mm-hmm. And he'll compare, like, you know, in, in rules of war, like, pretty much, you know, every ar- every war that happens, that battle should be able to go back to the previous war and destroy them. But he gives, like, examples. Up to WW1, you could probably, you know, and design a gun, and 100 years from now, you're still good. And, like, how fast technology started to advance and, like, how you had to keep up and how that hurt the budget of the countries trying to stay up. Because if you don't, you could get taken over. It's very interesting. Um, If you care at all anything about history, uh, especially with the war, he does an amazing podcast. I sent it to, uh, to Mike, and it's funny. He's like, yeah, I'm listening to it also. And. I was like, fucking great minds think alike, man. True. Um, well, it's funny. What kicked it off, I was listening to last podcast on the left the week before. They did like a four or five episode uh, episodes on Rasputin, and it was really well, and they highly suggested this one. Where they got a lot of research uh, what was going on at that time to talk about Rasputin. What's the name of it again? It's Hardcore Core History. history. Okay. I Actually, I sent you a link on Facebook. Yeah. I'll double check it. Um Really good. Anyway, uh, I also started the Ken Burns Vietnam documentary on Netflix. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, 
I get into some worms. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, yeah. I kind of. Well, I at work. Some I was talking about hardcore history, and one of the guys I work with, he's like, "Oh man, well, have you seen the new Ken Burns documentary about Vietnam?" I was like, "No." And so I've uh, I've only watched one episode because they're about an hour or something. Um, it's it's pretty good. Uh, it's it's a little harder to get through because they use a lot of visuals, a lot of actual wartime footage, and you know some of the craziness that went on during Vietnam. Um, it's a good uh, documentary. It's just you know <laughs> don't be eating lunch while you watch it because there's some uh, graphic scenes. But it's also you know interesting just because they talk about what led up to the war and just. Just kind of how how shitty America was that got us into the war. It was more our fault than anything, really. Um, and then I've been playing a new game. I'm pretty addicted to it. It's called Rocket League. Uh, it's been uh, around oh for a while. No. It has yeah. been around for a while. It's been around for a while, but uh, yeah. Xbox has like their you know game subscription thing. Uh, and I got three months for $10, and it was one of the games I downloaded. I get why people are so addicted to this game. It's just it's stupid, but it's extremely fun. Uh, you're literally in cars that can drive on the side of walls upside down, and you're playing soccer with them. Yeah, it's a blast. It's like Homer driving up the dome in the Simpsons movie. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Actually, it's a lot like that. Uh, me and Marshall played for hours today. It's it's a good game. Um, if, if you play on Xbox, let me know. I need I need a team because you can tell when people are playing together because they kick your ass. <laughs> like so, it's you. Yeah, Marshall and some guy. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, me and Marshall will take turns. Uh, he's more of a cheer. He cheers a lot for me. Uh, and then uh, lastly, uh, I learned about a new superhero called Captain Underpants. Mm-mm. And I got a hardcore lesson about it from Marshall. And apparently, he'll just beat the shit out of any superhero you name because <laughs> he has wedgie power. So you put Superman in there, fucking wedgie power, man. He'll come <laughs> over there and fart in his face and destroy him. So... If, if you ever want to know about the ultimate superhero, fucking Captain Underpants, man. Would he He's, beat X Cop? Absolutely. Maybe, I, don't, I, don't I don't know, know about that. Give a wedgie and fart in his face, yeah. man. <laughs> how, how are you going to combat that? You can't. You can't. Don't wear pants. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't matter. He'll put, he'll put underwear on you. <laughs> All right, Ray, what's yours? All right, so. Oh, we, we've been watching. Uh, we've been trying to finish out season uh, two of Riverdale. And it's still been really good. It's it. I've said this a hundred times. It's like a Dawson's Creek meets Twin Peaks kind of weird thing. Yep. That I, I think the people that that did the like I think they're making a lot of little nods here and there to to Twin Peaks. Yes, how are you? Yes, Twin Peaks. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, well, I've I've really been enjoying it. it it's CW, so it is a little more like you know Cheesy high school. Wow. Yeah, but this this. Honestly, if I didn't know no it was CW, I wouldn't I wouldn't realize you wouldn't it. Care, care. I I'm wouldn't not, care care. I'm not a fan. I, Christy watches it. I've tried to watch. That's no, not for me. Uh, but, um we start watch I I start last Sunday I started watching The Expanse. Uh, oh yeah. W- which was on sci fi. So I've, you finally saw your ass in the mirror. Well bam. <laughs> <laughs> He's been holding on to that for five years. That's what she said. <laughs> well, bam! Boom! Roasted! <laughs> Man. Um, yeah, so I've, I finally started that. And I, I've heard forever that it's like so good. Uh, so many people have told me, hey, this is like one of the best things that sci-fi has done since uh, Battlestar Galactica and everything. I'm about two episodes in, and it's very intriguing. I, 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 I can't... 100% say I absolutely love it, but I definitely am intrigued and I'm going to continue watching it. It's it's um it's right in that weird sci-fi era of things that I that I really enjoy, so it should be something I really like, 
but they're they're unwrapping a lot in these first two episodes. Um, so I'm still not 100 percent sure what what's are these going spaceships? on. Spaceships, <laughs> so much to unwrap and put together. <laughs> How'd they fit them in these boxes? <laughs> oh man! Um, I, well, I mean, they I'll- ship them in a ship that ship ships. <laughs> and done. Um, I'm more angry at how tickled Chuck gets. <laughs> well, Chuck likes terrible jokes. Apparently, yeah. uh, we start watching Queer Eye this uh, today because we kind of just needed a, a something we could just turn on because I'm still <sighs> going through thousands and thousands Tom, and thousands of comics. So I'm the sole holdout on this one. Then, yeah, I, I yeah, I, I like it. It's fine. I, I don't think it's like Chuck raved about it um, a yeah. bunch and still does, but. Uh, yeah, I, I I think it's fine. Hold up. I'm not the one that <laughs> raved about it. Yeah, you are. You're the main one that has raved about I it. I said it was really good. Yeah, Nathan said Nathan it was did. good. I mean... But Nathan doesn't didn't rave. You bought their t-shirt and everything, Chuck. I mean, it was crazy. So, anyway, uh, I haven't been... Uh, we, we watched like three or four episodes... So it's 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 fun. It's, it's a an sweet easy, show. Yeah, it really is. It's it a sweet really show. is. So we, we let me think. We watched the one about the police officer. Um and that one was nice cuz this guy looked bad boys. You watched the one about Chuck the first episode? That old man is definitely that, Chuck. That in like old five man, years. I did watch that yeah. one and I I thought he looked great at the end. He, he looked did. like he was having a great time. He uh, was wearing those out of control socks. Yeah. But he still looked great. Um I I thought that was great. Uh the the guy that was um the guy that was a cop that was really into NASCAR and all of that. Oh yeah, um, I, I thought that one was that was pretty good because like he. Uh, the thing I like about this show is that uh, everyone is very like they're like yeah I'm in a rut I'm really shitty at dressing I don't know how to feed myself you know all this stuff. I just need someone to come show me and that's what these guys do they just come in and they're like here here's a way to elevate your life and. Uh, that's that's been really cool. That's been really cool. I've re- it's a it's very, very positive, positive show. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Which it, there's not enough of. Who's so your favorite so far? Um, I don't know their names, and I don't really. I know. I don't. Uh, the guy that does the hair and stuff like that. Jonathan. I, I can't really deal with him that much. He's a little over the top for me. Um, it's Chuck's favorite. There's a guy that's he's. he's <laughs> I like Anthony. <laughs> Anthony's my favorite. Which one's Anthony? I don't know. The, names. the guy that does deals with the food. Okay, he's all right, but the, the, who's the salt and pepper one? The, the tan, the, the kind of silver fox guy, the style guy. Is he the style guy? Yeah, yeah. I kind of like him. Tan. Oh god. So far, he's the one I like. But again, I've seen three episodes, so I don't okay. know. Uh, and we went. We had a friend day at the beach, so this isn't as nerd related. But uh, me and Mike oh, got the party at the beach. Out on the but beach. I don't know if somebody saw us at the beach. They said, "Look at those like, fucking nerds." nerds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that that was a lot of fun. This is our second time this year. Uh, we live in Florida, and the entire uh, me and Allison have been married over seven years, and we've been to the beach twice since we've been married, and then we've been to the beach twice this summer, and it's been a blast. So yeah, I think this is the first time in like fifteen years I've gone to the beach. Yeah. Oh wow. And we we take a tent out there. We take a big ass cooler. We have drinks and food all day long, and we just make a fucking day of it. And we it is relaxation some, uh, station. We got some craft donuts beforehand. Some yeah, like, we did. They were fucking amazing. And I swam in the ocean and lost my sunglasses and, and your hat. Almost got undressed by the ocean, <laughs> but we made it out alive. A little crispy, yeah, but we made it out. Uh, not as crispy as I was last time. I was proud no. of myself because last time it was bad. And then, like I said, I've been uh, working on all these comics for the uh, for the convention. Me and TJ are going to go sell some stuff at. 
Uh, this week, so it's Florida. It's been raining real bad lately, um, and I had a little bit of a mishap. Uh, we had a we had a leak in the studio here, oh, no. and it ruined almost all of my comic boxes for my personal collection. They're like Ooh. that's why they're all stacked in the other side of the room. Uh, all the boxes are like mm. were wet. Fortunately, I've gone through most of the comics, and I think I only lost like two or three. Um, they all good. bagged and boarded. Yeah, every one of my personal comics are bagged and boarded. So some of them were not uh, taped, uh, so okay. the flaps were up, and then the water got in. So all of them seem to be seem to be fine, but that the sucks, boxes man. are pretty bad. So I'm looking for a lateral filing cabinet to start putting these in filing cabinets instead, because mm-hmm. uh, I, I mean those boxes are like five dollars each. That's no big deal, but mm-hmm. it it's that's scary when you collect that kind of stuff, and it's like oh, and a little bit of water just possibly ruined all of this so well i usually pee in them so i mean <laughs> every every week you every come week, over here yeah. are they easy Dude, you guys to, walk out. to reobtain That's why older comics are yellow yeah. nathan pees on them i, I i'm the pee fairy that yeah. pees in your comic <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> the ones that i got that got ruined yeah they're yeah. easy yeah. to obtain again they're I'll newer ones that i mostly tonight. got for reading a couple, um, okay. a old, couple of his 50 copies of war machine's first appearance oh god no, it was not those those are in a different <laughs> box and those that's, were that's safe. in the safe yeah. are you taking <laughs> that one with you to jacksonville i'm taking a few of that one yes he's gonna hawk them yeah first i'm gonna try appearance of war machine <gasps> 25 dollars come and get it but that was my week in nerd mike ons been playing a lot of fallout 4 Mike, uh, Mike, 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 Mike on. Getting really, him. getting really uh, into it. Uh, like I said, the learning curve's kind of turning me off a little bit, but I'm being... Uh, you think it's harder? I thought it was... I feel like it's almost the same game. Well, it, it is almost the same game, but I haven't played that game in years. That's true. I, pl- I played a lot of Fallout 3. Yeah, so, you know, and they're just it's just kind of overwhelming. There's so much stuff you can do right off the bat. That's true. So I'm kind of like, I'll just sit around and do nothing. <laughs> So I've been kind of doing that. Uh, I hate to say it, man. That's it. That's it. That and the beach. That's it. The beach. Let's talk more about those donuts. Uh, well, it all was right. From that's our uh, nerd on. <laughs> as much as we like talking about food, I don't think the listeners care. It was like a honey lavender. There was a almond. honey lavender. Was a lavender almond, which was actually really good. Yeah. My favorite was like the peaches. Uh, it had like peaches in the middle of it. Oh, with the cream, so good. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, yeah. Nobody gives a shit about that. No, people care about I'm donuts. I'm starting to get hungry right people now. People care about donuts. We got, I got, we both got a. Uh, didn't you also get the peanut butter cup one? No, I did not. Oh, it's it was. They were all cake donuts, Nathan. I thought you'd enjoy yeah, it because you, you love cake. They weren't all cake donuts, but most of cake them weren't. donuts. They were delicious. I'd have to you should come. Awesome. To Beach day three point oh. Yes, I won't be there. I know because you're late. All right, let's go on to the Even news. Chuck is potentially going, Nathan. Chuck's I'm not going to go. Yeah, I am. I'll believe it when I see the pictures. Bet your house on it. Nathan, please come. Wait, 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 wait. I was about to stop this so we could go <laughs> on, but now. Hey, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not betting bet. Chuck. Okay. <laughs> it's not that hard for him to get out and go do it. Uh, it might be, actually. He's uh-huh. made it, yeah, he's made it interesting now, Nathan. We've moved up from tattoos. <laughs> well, to why, why aren't you going? You, let's drop back a little bit from the house. Yeah. Yeah. could thrive in Winsong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Christy, Nathan, Marshall, you got to move into Winsong now because Chuck's taking over your yeah. house. And the same keeps he's on the furniture, too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want to <laughs> sleep on Chuck's cardboard boxes <laughs> that are coated in human crates. skin. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, well, no, man. the layer of uh, grease that is soaked into it just uh, makes it actually quite comfortable. Uh, the yellow uh, walls. You're just sitting in Chuck's grease. cardboard grease mold so, that he's kind of worked himself into. So what would you I've be willing watching, to bet? I've been watching Hoarders a lot, and I, I almost think that's what Chuck's house probably looks like. Well, that's why on, he never man. invites us over to Chuck what, night. What, what, he's built a throne uh, out of all his cigarette butts. <laughs> <laughs> why aren't you going? Why aren't, why aren't you going, WWE Nathan? DVDs. Yeah. All right, let's go to the Why news. aren't you going, Nathan? Yeah, why do you want to not hang out with Just us? Tell me. Oh. We'll we'll be quick if you tell me. Yeah. Nathan, come on, I thought we were friends, man. <laughs> why aren't you going to Beach 3.0? I'd love to be there with you. Ladies and gentlemen, please allow me to introduce you to the newsman of the evening. Jimmy Bray Hancock, come on now. He's with the news. All right, we're we're still trying to convince Nathan to come to the beach with us, and he's still yeah. saying no. He dressed for the occasion tonight. <laughs> yes, perfect yeah. attire for yeah, it. That the, is true. Uh, I thought he went to the beach without me today. I don't know. He mm-hmm. spent a lot of money on his uh, Dennis Nedry line of clothing. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, gosh. All right. So yes. let's talk about some news instead of some clothes. Nathan, um, come s- to the beach. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't say the magic word. All right. Uh, Daredevil Season 3 is confirmed for 2018. Iron Fist is coming out on September 7th, and uh, it looks like we're going to get all four of the Defenders in uh, 2018. Oh, I have nice. a theory. I have a theory why. Because Netflix was having drops in their stock. Because mm-hmm. of all the new Ross that are like, let's fucking throw Daredevil out. Daredevil. 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 The new hybrid. <laughs> um, and people will believe in us again. Because I don't think anybody was expecting this. No, 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 no. no. I, I, I think at best they were expecting 2019. Yeah. yeah. Maybe like spring early. of 2019. Yeah. So what do you say? Because their stocks fell their, because of what? Their stock took a drop uh, along with Facebook. I, I don't know the exact reason. Oh, a lot okay. of people said because they did that new rollout, that design. Mm. Um, which I... <laughs> And also, I guess some of the, their newer shows that came out weren't yeah. as big of a hit. Yeah. Uh, speaking of other shows on Netflix, has anyone watched Altered Carbon? I watched the first few episodes and I fell off on it. I, I want to, but I remember I Herringer uh, talking about it, but no, I never watched it. Yeah, because it's it, it has very much a um, Blade Runner, Blade feel, Runner to it. feel to it. Uh, but uh, season two's been announced, and Anthony Mackie is actually taking over the lead role of this. Okay, so this switching a, out the lead characters, huh? or yeah. is he assuming so, the same role? Uh, it's the same role because in this world, um, you can be anybody you want. Yeah, your personality can be put into another human oh, body. That's so, Doctor Who, yes, yeah. so sort of like that. But it, but everyone does that. Uh, you can okay. buy a be- if you're rich. You can buy a better body so for why yourself. Would you yeah. buy, why would you buy Anthony Mackie? When you well, big Falcon fan, man. <laughs> well, I mean, if Will Smith's available, why wouldn't you buy Will Smith well, I mean, instead of Anthony Mackie? You know, he didn't want to be with all the uh, you know Chadwick Bosemans running around. He wanted okay. to go with an Anthony Mackie. All right, all right I guess. Or but Fiddy. this is a pretty big uh, 
I mean, he's Avengers level. He's not a list, of well, course. But, but have you looked through? Like Netflix gets some huge people to do. Yeah, stuff they do sometimes. They like, had Brad Pitt do the movie. I mean, like there's like what some, movie? It, uh, Brad Pitt did a Netflix original movie not too long ago where he plays a uh, an army sergeant. Like I, I was looking, I'll I look through that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had they get the biggest people to do their stuff now. They got Lewis yeah. from from Ant Man and Wasp. Um, Josh Brolin has like a new Lupino. movie that just came out with. Uh, it's like about him going hunting. Yeah, and. Uh, I mean, I guess it's oh, uh, all trailer for that. Yeah, and I because I, I was like, is that fucking Josh Brolin? <laughs> like, yeah. So I mean, Netflix. I guess they have been picking up their game a little gotta, bit. You got to think like Netflix. If you put a movie on Netflix, everybody in America is going to see it. So it's going to expose. I think Netflix yeah, is just basically becoming like a legitimate direct to like yeah. TV DVD service. Yeah, you can type make a, a direct to Netflix movie, and it's not necessarily a bad thing, especially if it's a Netflix original, because you know. Yeah. They're going to put some money behind it. Because they already have the infrastructure laid down for distribution. All they got to do is throw down the money. So they have a lot more money to buy, you know, high dollar actors. Yeah. So, uh, no, I was just like, with this guy, I'm like, oh, that's cool. But, man, Netflix gets way bigger than that now. Yeah. And uh, speaking of big time actors going to TV roles, uh, Patrick Stewart is um, reprising his role as Captain Picard in a new Star Trek CBS Access series. Sounds cool. So this is going to be apparently the continuation of his life um, 20 years after he ended the role in The Next Generation. Yeah. Um, But it's a Star Trek film or Star Trek show that they're going to put on CBS Access again. So this is, you know, they already have Discovery on there. Yeah. And we we talked about last week how they're going to be adding the Twilight Zone to Access. And now this big time, Patrick Stewart's big. And especially for uh, Star Trek people, that's like one of the top. Yeah. So uh, what are y'all's thoughts of Patrick Stewart going to this retirement home? Well, I've heard some rumors that this might be like a Star Trek. Starfleet Academy type thing, and he's yeah. the commandant, which sounds really interesting because that's I wouldn't mind. He's just gonna be like the angry principal, and like yeah. he's gonna be hijinks. Like, uh, perform- like yeah, I, yeah, he'll be. I would hope it'd be like Commandant Lassard in Police Academy, just in his <laughs> golf cart Ooh, going around. I mean, he's just he like does the mad. humor for it. Yeah. So, yeah. you damn kids! <laughs> like, I, I, I mean, I always enjoy uh, Picard. CBS so. is really pushing their online. Yeah, it's way in the future, man. I think they want to get out of they want to get out ahead in the you know TV going completely you know digital digital online providers instead of through satellite cable television. Yeah, because it is getting getting like that now. Because Amazon, you can add on your HBO, you can add on your stars, you can add on your whatever, and CBS is one of them that you can add on, or you can just buy the CBS access. So, um. Diana Guerrero, who uh, you may know from Orange is the New Black, was cast in Crazy Jane in the Doom Patrol series that's going to be coming to the new uh, DC service, DC Universe. Okay. Uh, Crazy Jane is, uh, you've heard us talk about Legion in um, FX. X- X-Men and FX and all that stuff. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a similar character. She has, I believe, 60-something different personalities, and they all have... Um, different powers and I believe she's one of the more powerful characters in the Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol is not something I am highly versed in. I know it's Me a DC neither. property. Uh, I know a lot of people like it. I think Grant Morrison was maybe the writer for a while. Some, that seems like I something think it was he would have been on board yeah, with. It, something weird because uh, you know he's who he is. It's, it In a lot of ways from what I understand it's basically like their version of X-Men. Okay. 
Okay, very cool. Uh, so this is the first. I think this is the first casting we've gotten from anything um, else DC related, other than the uh, the Titans that's coming out on there. Yeah. So so they're moving ahead with all of their plans for this, which um, I've already pre-ordered my year subscription. And it starts in the f- did you fall, as well, Nathan? Did you I, end up I, doing I, it? I saw it done yet. No, okay. I thought it launches the end of August. Oh, maybe it was. I think I guess Charles was. I corrected fall. No, I because I, you said fall, but I <laughs> no, I remember. I thought it was launching the the end of uh, August. Maybe, maybe. Be. Ray, what are you most excited about with this new service? Like, uh, what is the one the, thing you are the the looking forward to? The comics, absolutely, yeah. the comics. Because I I absolutely love my Marvel service, uh, Marvel Unlimited. I use it for nine ninety nine a month. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, no, because I think I paid sixty nine a year. I yeah, use ooh, that's it expensive. almost daily. Not really. Um, Thanks, Marvel Unlimited. <laughs> I use it almost daily to read Marvel comics, and I don't read as many DC comics. And honestly, I'm planning on getting rid of most of mine now if I'm going to be able to read the stuff on on their. An iPad is not a good investment as all this, yeah. you know, paper stuff that could perish at any moment in a exactly. flood or storm. Exactly. Yeah. But I, I don't have a big collection of DC stuff. I'll, I'll probably keep some of it. Like, I'll still want to maybe collect some. Um, I, I would commit, collect Sandman. Uh, some of the, the Vertigo titles, um, Swamp Thing and stuff like that. Just more selective. On what you a lot more selective. Their biggest stories are normally, if they haven't been in trade paperback for a long time, they usually are. Yeah. Are coming oh, around yeah. a bin and reprinted numerous times. So Yeah. So if I decide I want to read a lot of Batman stuff, there it is. I can yeah. just yeah. go read it. I, I read a lot of the uh, New 52 when it first started out. Um so yeah, that's mostly what I'm excited about is to be able to 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 read a lot of the comics. This other stuff, all the movies and all the old shows and all the new shows, it's kind of just the cherry on the top. Yeah. I, I'll check yeah. this stuff out. I'm also interested to see how successful it is in the sense that you know uh, how they could expand on other avenues of entertainment uh, like uh, extra movies. Uh, mm. You know, just extra shows or just seeing how the success is it or maybe something completely different we've never seen. I'm also pretty impressed of how much marketing they put behind it. Like I yeah. see it a lot online. I, I see so it on Instagram yeah. and Facebook. Yeah, they're pushing so. it pretty hard, which I think yeah. is smart because marketing seems to be where DC really falls down. Yeah. I feel for which, a lot of the products. Marvel probably never I, I definitely don't see a lot of unlimited, but at the same time, that's probably not like a lot of their focus on it. It's just something they yeah. offer to their I fans. I see it, but I'm looking at comic stuff online. So, I mean, yeah. that's so this, this could me. be a strategy by DC to kind of bolster them up because they haven't seen the same success that Marvel has in the movie uh, area. So, yeah. Yeah. while Marvel Unlimited yeah. is not as heavily uh, promoted as you guys said, that might be DC's you know uh, new path, possibly. Is this route to get that same type of revenue or close to it? I'm curious That's to see what happens. Where all the revenue is going to come from? Well, what do you mean? Because if they're making original content for this, mm-hmm. how much is this service costing them? And well, what's sixty something like, dollars for me for a year for yeah. fifteen months? Yeah, and then on on top of it, too, they also Chuck, have is Warner WB Brothers, behind them. Yeah. CW, are they yeah. fronting the money for it? Also, I don't know. Well, all okay. of I mean, don't forget about all of their stuff Chuck. is yeah. owned. Yeah, mm-hmm. as far as like their DC stuff, Warner Brothers owns all of it. It's so not like a zero property rights to yeah, to they don't bicker have, over. Exactly, they don't have to pay for that. There's yeah, no pr- it, the, there's no production 
Uh, well, as far as like distribution goes, they have their infrastructure built already. Yeah. Uh, so there's there's uh, not a lot of overhead to the business. But if they're spending money to make these shows, but the money's not coming in, say from the service. Well, you don't know that. I mean, they're like, investing, that's the whole, they're they're investing, investing yeah. right now in the future yeah. of the service. They want people to invest. I mean, it seems like subscriptions is where you get the money back. And their shows have done really well. Yeah. All um, the CW shows yeah, and everything. Yeah, their CW shows have done People really, crazy really well. Like Supergirl? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Supergirl, Arrow, Flash, uh, even uh, Legends. Legends of Tomorrow is yeah. even doing really good. So They're doing and some they're weird Batwoman crossover and stuff, some other, Yeah. They're yeah. adding Batwoman. Apparently, maybe she has already been in the show. I haven't kept up with it, but I know she's going to be or has been. I don't know. Like I, I've been walking by... The televisions my parents have been watching supergirl and there's so many characters it's so hard to there keep really up with are. and yeah. that's not even on like crossover episodes oh, yeah because yeah. well, yeah, yeah. they always do like crossovers during the season where mm-hmm. you got it's mm-hmm. yeah where you have to watch it's all the lot, episodes yeah. it's smart marketing it's basically comics but with television yeah. shows no, they're being smart yeah. about it and i i think with the service though where they're gonna either live or fall is the app. How is the app going to work? And exactly. how streaming this to other things? So I can watch on my iPad. How do I get it yeah. to my TV? How do you know? Because right now I, I use a PS3 to do my Hulu, my Netflix, my Amazon, uh, Vudu, all that stuff, and things that like I uh, because of the the internet we have and everything the the uh, cable provider that we use. You have. Yeah, I can't use HBO on my. Um, on my PlayStation, on my projector, so I I end up not watching as much HBO. I just added the HBO through Amazon, then you can use it on your PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But are we going to have? That's what I'm saying. Do are we going to have Every an outlet like to sort add of restrictions that on? The I'm, DC I'm curious. Stuff. Yeah, like it in. And in this day and age, you've got to be smart, and hopefully they're making those you know agreements with everybody so they can either mirrorcast or yeah, you know, have it where you can have it through Amazon and you know stream. Yeah, because if I can, if I can, even Amazon pretty much has a pretty much any network thing you can do an add-on onto Amazon now. Yeah, mm-hmm. so most likely that that's your smartest right. You get Amazon, then you can pretty much stream it everywhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because I because I can Chromecast stuff sometimes yeah. from that, and the, sometimes that's easier, and that's usually how we do our HBO. Yeah. But uh, uh, no, that's what I'm interested in seeing. How you develop that app and how it comes out, especially on launch day. And I wonder about selection, too, of comics. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's... Marvel's been... That's, Marvel Unlimited's been going for five years at least. Yeah. yeah. And they consistently, every week, are adding 20, 30, 40 more comics are old. Not the new stuff. The old stuff. Old catalog. Yeah. And I, I don't know. They have thousands. That, I think... It might be. I don't know how to even they, measure they this. I think it's over, over ten thousand. Yeah, they have over ten thousand, and almost everything. Th- there have been stuff I've gone to read that I'm like, oh, there's not a lot of it. But like I said, I've started New Mutants, and when I first got the service, most of New Mutants wasn't on there. Now I yeah. think they're missing like fifteen issues. Yeah. So yeah. that's which the same is, thing with DC. How how big are they starting out? Which is understandable. They have to scan all those books in. Yeah, absolutely. And they have to make them work with the app. And yeah, it's. Hopefully that's why they've taken so long to come out with this. Yeah. Hopefully the infrastructure. We'll see. We'll see. I'm excited to see it, though. I'm, I'm hoping it turns out well. Uh, Black Adam is set to finally start filming next fall. This is uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is going to be playing Black Adam, who is the usually villain of uh, Shazam or Captain Marvel, DC's Captain Marvel. Yeah. Um, and I, I guess they're sort of trying to play him up like more of an anti-hero character. What is this Dwayne The Rock Johnson? He, I look at him uh, in a lot of ways in the comics as Doctor Doom because he's got his one area that he really protects. I, mm. I can't remember the name of the country yeah, to save my life right now. 
Black Adam. Because he he's Egyptian, maybe. Chuck's gonna look it up. Yeah, it's, he's it's an it's that Middle Eastern country. Okay, that, Kandahar. No, so, I know no, Kandahar's the uh, Hawkeye or the oh, Hawkeye yeah, yeah, people. Yeah. Anyway, the um, you got all of those. Uh, you got that going on with the um, with him. So mm-hmm. being diplomatically immune to things oh, yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Like Latveria with Doctor Doom and yeah. all that diplomatic immunity, so, and he's almost as powerful as Superman. Yeah, so it's a it's a pretty cool concept. I hope they don't go. I don't know. I hope they don't ride the fence too much. I yeah. like him when he's kind of that villain. And I hope there's a Scorpion King cameo. <laughs> that would be nice. I wonder if uh, they'll have him make a cameo in the Shazam movie. I, I feel like it'll probably be a, like a Shazam in credit, credit scene. <laughs> That's what I yeah. hope for, especially if they're planning to start you know, filming. Yeah. Have they revealed who the villain is in that movie? I don't think so. I, th- I think this will be just a like... In Shazam, I mean, com- yeah, that's there's what I'm a there's a yeah. there's that quick Puberty. thing where he's like, oh, you're a bag, and like it, the guy who's playing, he's a known actor. I okay. can't, so I don't know who he is. He doesn't look familiar, but oh, they he definitely punches have and a, he catches his yeah. Head. That's definitely most likely the villain because that guy is he was the bad guy in Kick Ass. He's the 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 main mobster dad guy. Mark Strong is that who that is? I don't I know. Don't know. Mm. I'll, I'll look at the picture, send it out to you guys there. Uh, Scott Derrickson, who is the uh, was the writer director of Doctor Strange, sent out a uh, a teaser this week on Twitter, teasing that uh, they're starting Doctor Strange two. Good, yeah. So, so that'll uh, I guess that'll be something. I, I think a lot of people were wondering would he be um, directing and writing this one. Uh, the first one was good. Yeah, I don't think it had, was as much flair as some of the other Marvel yeah. movies, but I still thought it was a good. It was, a, um, it was solid. Movie. Yeah. I really just to go back to Black Adam real quick because it is The Rock. Yeah, I am The Rock. I'm I'm wondering how much money that will actually end up making because people fucking love The Rock. They really do. J- Jumanji is like Sony's most successful movie ever now. I've oh, heard that, uh, that skyscraper that movie. wasn't hard to be. Well, yeah, I mean, like they had the old Spider Man. Yeah, That's like, true. They, yeah. they have a lot. Hey, I'm just ripping on Sony, yeah. man. I know, but I'm just can saying. Like, can we just keep ripping on them? Yeah, that. absolutely. But people fucking love the rock. I guess that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like that skyscraper movie that he's in, which looks like shit. Yeah, is number one movie in the world right now. Yeah. Die Hard without a bad guy is that yeah. what it's called? Yeah. And with like without half a leg. leg. Yeah, exactly. People are like fucking walk hard, Dwayne. They already called that movie. Anyway, sorry. Walk I hard just, in the sky. Kandak <laughs> yeah, is the uh, so, place of Black Adam, TJ. So I okay. am, um, I am, like you said, interested to see wh- how this goes. I am, like, I am, I am. It, it, it'll most likely, like, I'm like, will this be the big win? Not because it's a good movie, but it's just like, just because it's they the got rock. Blaine. It's rock. Also, it's Rock playing like, DC's something just more sitting than there like, just like, like, this is like in the new we're we're waiting. Waiting. We're we got him, guys. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? You know it'd be really nice. Have the Rock show up in Justice League too. That's yeah. how we get people in seats. Yeah. The Ferrari button, guys. We made it. But what type of villain can Kevin Hart play? To be- <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, man, I don't give a fuck. Hey, <laughs> have we seen Black Man without his mask on? Yeah, he looks like him. <laughs> you know, so oh, gosh. But, but conveniently, though, Black Adam is part of the Injustice League in a lot of uh-huh. iterations too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. Which and we already got a tease for the Injustice League at the end of um, yeah. Batman vs Superman. So yeah. that would be really great. <laughs> yeah. That would be great. 
Kevin Hart. I thought it was in a, and the every time people it was say Kevin Justice Hart, League. I think uh, the other Kevin, the white guy that was King of Queens. Kevin James. <laughs> so that's why I, I laughed so I hard. what you meant as well, actually. For a second. <laughs> that's that why insane. I was like... LOL and off my ass over here because I was like, Paul oh, fucking Kevin Hart. James. He was talking no. about was Paul Blart Mall God. Because <laughs> Rock and Kevin Hart just in like every movie piling yeah. money on yeah. that, on top yeah. of money. Then. You throw Kevin James in that mix, you give him a fucking segue <laughs> with Adam, Adam Sandler. Sandler. Oh, yeah. man, guys, let's call oh, DC. Oh, <laughs> Shopping of dollars. Dollars. Oh, man. Who could Adam Sandler play as a DC oh, villain? No, let's not. Then, let's not <laughs> calendar, down man. calendar Man. There we <laughs> yeah. go. I wonder uh, what uh, uh, November. <laughs> I wonder what I wonder what his hot company will be. It'll probably be Hallmark. You know, <laughs> a car for every occasion. Because <laughs> Adam shamelessly promotes in all of his movies. Oh gosh, yeah. like Dunkin' Donuts and Jack and Jill, Subway, Subway, <laughs> and Happy Gilmore. Uh. So, um. We basically just buried all that Doctor Strange news. Like I, I feel like that about movie, Strange. like what happened with the first movie. Uh, Equalizer two writer Richard Wank is Wink is going to write Wink. is working Wink. on writing the Craven. Oh my God! Look at this equation. I must equalize it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so did you say his name was Wank? Wank. Wink. So, Wink. So oh, I say so. His name's John Dick Wink. Wank. Wink. But it's. Dick Wink. Wink. Okay. Wink. Like Wink Martindale. (laughs) Wink. I mean, a dick winking at you is probably not a good thing. (laughs) I wouldn't trust it. (laughs) Mainly because it was in front of my face. (laughs) Is it winking? What are you doing here, Dick? (laughs) Wink. Wink. (laughs) Nobody wants you dick around. Stop dicking around. Um, He's going to be writing the new Craven the Hunter story for Sony's standalone movie, Craven the Hunter. They're already like. No. They're already counting their eggs Stop. before. No, before, no. Uh, no they do Stop. this all the time. Ray says no. all the time. No, they do. cancel they this thing. They absolutely do this all the time. Pump uh, the brakes. So I, I feel like before we really get into that, I and feel talk like about I how bad pray that's like going to be. Jenny and Forrest Gump right now. Like, please, God, turn me into a bird and let me fly far, far <laughs> away. Turn me into a good franchise. <laughs> but uh, let, let's go ahead and talk about the trailer we got this week, which was the new Venom trailer from Sony. That is a. That's actual quote, by the way. Spider-Man villain. Ray, I think it's going to be good. (laughs) Whoa, (laughs) Dr. Claw? (laughs) No, no, no. We. We Next time. Gadget. (laughs) Next time. I mean, essentially, that's Venom's voice. Yeah. We must get Spider-Man and... Inspector Gadget, <laughs> but you go go Gadget <laughs> skates. Sony Sony is trying to still trying to expand their Spider Manless Spider Man universe uh, with Venom, and this is the uh, the new trailer for that, and that's what they're trying to do with the Craven the Hunter Craven uh, Venom. It's one of those you're, things you're that's losing like, your words. You're yeah, getting so yeah. mad. Venom yeah. is one of those things that's like Ray is outraged right now without Spider Man, but. Maybe you can. I don't see it with Craven. Like, what is I, interesting about Craven other than he hunted Spider Man? Yeah, that's. There's no reason to have Craven the Hunter on his solo movie. No, unless you wanted to suck. Yeah, then now, it would be a really, really good investment. Having Craven in the next, maybe he'll hunt the third Spider Man film. That would with, be with a incredible. Young, with a young teenage teenage Parker, Tom Holland, scared yeah. to death. 
scared to death of some crazy ass dude fucking hunting him through New York. Yeah, that would be an amazing movie. Yeah, that would. Be, I think that would be a great third to the trilogy of the of the yeah. Spider Man. His powers don't help him because he actually fucking in the comics he buries Spider Man alive. And takes over as running around as Spider-Man for a while before he finally blows his brains out. So he is out. fucking yeah. crazy. He's no, fucking he's crazy. crazy as hell. But, man, he's such... He's but so much of it man. is him being obsessed with... Same thing with yeah. Venom. It's them being obsessed with Spider-Man. And they're taking one of the main characteristics of a lot of these characters and just taking it out of the equation. Yeah, because Venom is, first and foremost, a Spider-Man villain. Yeah. You cannot have... I, I guess you can, but you can't have Venom. Money says different. <laughs> having Spider-Man in there. Well, There's that uh, whole stack hatred. Of money I have here, TJ says different. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the actual. George Washington has very <laughs> liberal beliefs <laughs> in the usage of Venom, actually. Venom. <laughs> Spider-Man held out a stack of cash. <laughs> so let's talk about this Venom trailer that we did get. All we, right, let me just break say it, it down for us, Nathan. Well, I'm not going to break down the trailer yet. I, I will say this right here now. I think this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought we had a good thing going there. Let's keep this up. Yeah. Um, this trailer, though, is a lot better than the original trailers we were saying. I, I disagree completely. Do you really? I feel oh, it's the exact same quality. It looks like shit. To I, me. I think they listened to the, the fan. Uh, uproar. There's just, no venom. Yeah, and so they put a lot of venom in. I guess that's my thing. Is you are seeing a lot of what's going to be there. Now let's talk about all the bags. That's the only good I can yeah. really say. Yeah, about it. The uh, jokes were terrible. Venom was out of character. Well, you know, I also say it looks um, stupid. This is a Sony movie, right? Sony yes. yes. So I have to give Sony a lot of props for you know making the the lead character have a mental disability. Yes, and and let him just lead through because you know he's he's going for it. It looks I like he's like cracked out. Yeah, he does. yeah. He's just maybe he's pissed. normal, but Venom is like crack. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's just I, his I, his voice that he's picked for Eddie Brock. I'm um, a journalist. Yeah, I, I don't get it like, at all. It's, it's like Christopher Walken in a huge amount of pain. Yeah, it <laughs> sounds like it's supposed to be wow. kind of New Jersey, New York, or something like. That. Sound, I, I don't know. Sounds know. I have no idea. to me. And yeah, that's, that's exactly the other it. thing I don't like is Eddie Brock. Eddie Brock was always a big guy. Well, it could he be the transformation cocky. taking place. Maybe, yeah, but like Eddie Brock beforehand isn't was, like a wussy kind of scared guy. And this no, guy seems like that very guy wussy. You see at the gym, that's like he's like John Cena screaming out his guy. inner yeah. demons in the mirror. He's intimidating. Yeah, he's just yeah. a jock. Yeah, but. No, he's well. I guess about so. This, you do have to make, or I guess, attempt yeah. to make Eddie Brock likable. Because in true. the comics, Eddie Brock was more of a jerk, right? He was addicted yeah. to Peter. He was like very over, you know, cocky asshole. So I get where they're at least trying to make it, but it just obviously we're judging a trailer. But from what I'm seeing, he he that's seems we weak. Do, he seems more awkward yeah. than Parker had. No, and that, that's dead on. What what it is like the way he talks, he just seems feeble. Mm. And then. And then you get Venom, and I don't really, really say just the 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 dialogue is just so bad. Yeah. It's yeah. really I, bad. I do like the psychological angle they're kind of going with, where he thinks he's going crazy there for a little while, or yeah, whatever. When he looks in the windshield, at least the in the window. trailer and stuff like that. He doesn't know what the hell's going on because there's voice in his head and all kinds of crazy shit. I do like the uh, Venom sock puppet on his hand talking to him. Part <laughs> yes, that, that was pretty funny. It reminds me a lot of the Darkness video game. Yes. You know, because that, yes. because the thing's talking to him, and there's like, 
it's like a separate entity. I mean, I know Venom is a separate entity in the comics, yeah. but it seems like they've really played on that dichotomy of, uh, you know, Eddie Brock and Venom as two separate entities and probably the movies throughout them is them kind of accepting each other and getting used to it. And I, I couldn't get over because, like, Venom keeps, you know, he's like, he's like Eddie, we're gonna, and, I, yeah. and I just start thinking about uh, Eddie Murphy's old stand-up, like, <laughs> Eddie, Eddie, <laughs> like, Eddie Murphy, <laughs> fuck you, Eddie Murphy. And I, I was like, half. Yeah. Well, it, it remi- like, how many Ed, how many times can he just like say Eddie like God? It also reminds me of the uh, him and Danny Rand in a room. It's <laughs> yeah, crazy. Oh of the uh, uh, what was her name? The Anna Ferris movie, like the Playmate or whatever. House was Bunny. House Bunny. Because when uh, when <laughs> yeah, Chuck would know that one. Wow. Because uh, what? There's that a running joke it. throughout the movie that in a, uh, f- in order for her to remember names, she says it in a weird voice. So she's like, yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of funny because it's like the same thing yeah. Oliver. and uh i will say like especially the one scene that sticks out the most to me is when uh the duke the dick yeah or like when venom's licking the guy's face the cgi looks horrible oh yeah, yeah. it looks like, really it looks really bad. Bad. and, and it, this comes out in like november october. october so they've still got a little time to work on that no yeah. I, 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 I don't yeah. i don't know if it's because uh, no no they, they may do some polishing but i think venom's largely pretty much done, done. Yeah. yeah. And has the other symbiotes in it. I'm wondering how that's yeah, going to come yeah, off. It looks like we're going to get all the symbiotes in this first movie. So we got Riot. Like, I don't know anything about Riot. Riot is the one looks like he's ripping Venom apart. Yeah. That no, is he's bigger. I mean, uh, but he's more white. Or was uh, that? He's more of a purple, but okay. you see, like in the trailer, a bigger symbiote ripping I'm, I'm Venom. I'm thinking of off. anti-Venom. Yeah, anti-Venom is Venom. Yeah. But that's also Brock, so. Yeah. Uh, they showed uh, a symbiote that was red and yellow, which is Scream. Yeah. Uh, don't know about Phage, Lasher. I doubt we'll get Carnage in this. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get Carnage in the end because yeah. what's his name is in the movie. Who Woody? is the mm-hmm. one with the big, the big claw, the big uh, like axe hands? Was that Venom? Venom? Isn't it? No, that in the in, in the, the trailer. trailer. You see one where he's like he yeah, in the comics. Arms. That's that's more of a Carnage. Yeah, carnage because yeah. I don't, yeah, that is. A, I, don't, yeah. I don't remember Venom being able to make constructs. Yeah. Yeah, I don't so, know if he was a- not able to, but he usually did. Well, yeah, I don't think maybe because this one isn't this one isn't like because Venom traditionally, you know, kind of formed to Spider-Man's powers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and then so maybe they're gonna do something a little different. Yeah, yeah I don't think Eddie Brock did constructs, but yeah. I know that Flash Thompson when he got it, he did a Agent lot of Venom. constructs. Yeah, which is right up your alley, Mike. You'd love no that. legs, Venom. Yeah. I would love it actually. It's gonna start. It's gonna be my mm-hmm. new character. Fuck you, Grifter. Savage <laughs> Grifter. I love Grifter I from Wildcats. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just kind of a bad so guy. Uh, Wildcats wh- is my, my jam. I was, I was a 90s kid, man. So what do we think the uh, box office takes going to be here? How, how big of a flop or $25 $500. So here's my thing. I do have to say, we are the minority of people shit on this. People yes. are loving I think us. this thing is going to explode in China as well. I think it looks... This one has me a little worried. This trailer because I think I'm it, I'm starting to like it a little bit more. Of course, five hundred million. Yeah, it's terrible. No, taste, it's like so it doesn't million. really. Matter. Yeah, I think five hundred million. Five hundred million opening worldwide. Weekend? No, no, no five hundred million total worldwide. Hundred million U.S. Theatrical one know. or opening weekend? Theatrical. Okay, uh, I don't think it'll do a hundred million in opening weekend. Do we got any now. other big movies coming out around that That's time? That's the thing. I don't remember. Let me check. I can actually look. What's the rating? It's, it's an R rating. No, R rating. it won't do a hundred million. Nah, it's an R rating. Yeah, yeah, fifty million. Okay, so those jokes there have to be have to be not the jokes are gonna be in the movie. No, 
because they're terrible. I, I we hope. God, <laughs> I'm gonna eat your teensy weeny fucking face off. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do wonder if it uh will even touch anywhere near Deadpool too. No, 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 no. There's I don't no know, guys. Way. We we doubted this a lot, but people are really for this movie. When I is don't uh, think. when is Venom uh, scheduled October. to come out? Because Deadpool two didn't kill it. It did October, good, Mike. but Deadpool two didn't like no, blow out I, the water. That's true, but I, I just don't think. Well, it it beat the. Deadpool one record as yeah. far as opening weekend, I say oh, it's see, more I th- compared okay, to. I thought it did less. No, it did more than Deadpool one, but because it it took over the record from it for opening weekend okay. for an R rated movie. It so, was the total. It didn't beat Deadpool one. That's, okay. that's right. No, yeah, it definitely it flaked out after for a couple of weeks. I think Deadpool I think, one is the one to compare it to. I think, Deadpool this, too. I think this is going to do the reverse of what we saw with like Black Panther and Infinity War, where it just kept making money because people kept talking about it. Yeah, Opening weekend, this is going to have a big opening weekend. Like 50 million. And, 50 and it's million. going to flop after yeah. that. It's going to so die. Too. I think it's. I think people We're, are going to see gonna it. This is going to be another go. Justice League. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. People like trashy stuff. I, I'm That's gonna true. Say, I'm going to say 50 million open. I, I think it'll touch 100. You think he'll touch it? Yeah, I think um, I think I'll do a hundred million domestically. Okay. That Neil Armstrong Life, movie is coming out Lifetime, the week after. Yeah, Lifetime. Lifetime. I, I, I and might. I, and I definitely think that. I agree with uh, Mike's prediction. I think it'll do really, really well overseas, yeah. and that's where it'll make a lot of money. Have you seen anything for October yet, Mike? Like I said, uh, Halloween's October nineteenth. Goosebumps two is the week after, and so is the first man that Neil Armstrong movie. Yeah, so there's not a lot to. No, it's going to break in some money. Kick it out of the theater. Smallfoot is the week before. So, oh, and then also this week, uh, famed Hall uh, Hall of Fame WWE wrestler Nikolai Volkov passed away at age seventy. That was last week. Well, last week that happened. Sorry, I remember I posted that last week. There goes Chuck correcting you. I know. Chuck, to, you need to start saying, well, actually. Wow. Yeah, that's, well, true. It's actually, the, that's true. It's the phrase of your people. Uh, so <laughs> tell us a little bit about Nikolai. He was Chuck. Russian. Came he to prominence the Russian 70s, 80s, and uh, he was the Russian bad guy. And uh, didn't, I don't really remember much about Friends Nikolai. the Iron Sheik. Yeah. But uh, he Makes was sense. one of Hogan's buddies, and he just didn't really. I don't think he mounted to much except for outside the rock and. Uh, Goddamn, what was the name of the cartoon? The the oh, kids God. one yes yeah I remember that no I, he was I big remember that team with Scooby Doo or no no, no, no it no, was no. a I cannot fucking remember it it was an eighties cartoon where it was like all the wrestler people were in it, it was WWE like, Bros yeah it was <laughs> WWF Rock <laughs> Wrestling uh, Rock or something like that Saturday, Saturday morning something commandos. yeah, yeah. kind of weird uh, I, I remember him wrestling and stuff and being uh, being a very intimidating bad guy yeah what was the what was the Rambo one. Because there's a Rambo, Rambo Saturday morning. It was called Rambo. Rambo. Was it just Rambo? I, I thought think he, so. There was something so. that his, the kids that ran around with it were named as well. Uh, which Rambo is amazing. Something, something. Rambo and the Force of Freedom. And That's the little it. shits. <laughs> Rambo and the Force of Freedom. Hey, uh, little shits. All right. Hey, All right. Well, we got, we'll, 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 yeah, we'll come back to the question for the mailbag. No question. I was about to say, let's go to the mailbag. Hey guys, real quick, Mike forgot to tell us about a nerd on. Here's a nerd on for you. Hey guys, sorry about that. Uh, 
I am a huge fan of Resident Evil 2. It's one of my favorite games. Nice. Uh, uh-huh. One of my first games that I played on PS1 as well. It's just one that's always stuck with me. And I, and I don't know if we talked about it. Uh, no, we haven't. When, I know where you're going. Uh, E3 came out. Uh, they... Are they completely? They're they completely redid Resident Evil Two. Uh, it's amazing looking. Th- they've updated it with the over the shoulder type type gunplay of the later Resident Evils. Nice, but it's still a, a survival horror, so it still takes a lot to kill the zombies. There's limited ammunition. Uh, it looks fucking amazing. Uh, but the one thing that's really cool is they just uh, announced a collector's edition with a 12 foot tall Leon Kennedy statue, like a soundtrack. 12 foot? T- a 12 inch. Okay. <laughs> I was about to say, holy like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah. Fuck things <laughs> you in your yard. <laughs> yeah. Shipping alone. I really like this <laughs> But yeah, it's, it's really cool. Uh, it comes with a ton of stuff, the collector's edition. So. Uh, I bought it. I pre-ordered it. So nice. it should I do be cool. have to ask, do you think it'll still work with my Game Genie from my PS1? Because that was the first game I played with Game Genie, and that game was easy as fuck walking around with a rocket launcher. Just people. <laughs> I used the Magnum, actually. I didn't like the rocket launcher. Oh, man. I, so much many. Magnum with the extended barrel. Yeah. That game was so fun with Game Kill Genie. Kill that fucking crocodile so easy with that thing. Beat that game in like a couple hours. Like, psh, this game's not that hard. <laughs> Yeah, but that's it. I just thought it was really fucking nice. cool. That's I'm awesome. About it. Congrats, dude. Ooh, thank you. Let's All right. Our mailbag. All right. So uh, in the mailbag today, we have one question from Allison. She says, tell us about some of your favorite documentaries. So one of our uh, questions of the day this week on Facebook, if you're not following us on Facebook, follow us. We ask questions of the day during the week and mm-hmm. try to send out funny memes and all that kind of BS. Um, well, we, we talked about what... Um, we asked, what's your favorite documentary? So we got a lot of interesting things. So what are some of your guys' favorite documentaries? Um, I have a few. I mean, I love I do documentaries. Too. Yeah. Uh, a couple that stand out like uh, that I would highly suggest for anybody. Sound City is one. It's about this soundboard that was in a studio in Seattle. And they essentially, it probably recorded from the 60s to early 90s, every some of the most major albums ever yeah. recorded, recorded there. It just... It was this. It was a hundred, not uh, yeah, but it cost about a hundred thousand dollars for this soundboard, and it was in this studio that just it's like in a lot that just looked like shit. People would like like piss in the corners. It was just like the pure rock and roll studio, but fucking Tom Petty recorder, uh, fucking Bruce Springsteen, Stevie, they like the Fleetwood Mac. Actually, the band formed Fleetwood Mac. They they found Stevie Nicks and uh, Lindsey Buckingham like from that studio is how they found each other. Uh, from bands like Rage Against Machine, uh, Nirvana. So like all these really cool... And it's, it's done by Dave Grohl, and it's like kind of a two-part documentary. The first part talks about the history of it, and then the second part, Dave Grohl actually buys, buys the board, moves it to his house, and then he gets all these old uh, artists that have recorded there, and they uh, record songs. And so like it's like a live music second half. Mm. It's really, really, really well done and extremely entertaining. Uh, another one I really like is uh, the Wild and Wonderful Whites of West Virginia. That yeah. was a really that good was a great one. It was probably it was it was the when I when I signed up for Netflix years ago and uh, you know I turned on the the I was like oh shit I got this app I can stream movies I just saw it and it was the first thing I hit played on and I was automatically hooked. It's about this fucking crazy family up in West yeah. Virginia and just the shit that they got into went through. Um, 
one of the member, a couple of members of the family were actually famous for like the dad tap dancing. Tap da- yeah, yeah, he was a famous tap dancer, and I don't know, what was it the fifties, sixties? It was, it was like called flat board dancing. You would just basically tap dance on like OSB plywood or, or something. Yeah. or something. And so he was well known, went on television and stuff like that. But besides him, the rest of the family is all outlaws, p- pill addicts, and, yeah, and just they get by Criminals. by yeah, yeah, ripping off the system and. And they just kind of follow him for about a year. And it's just some of the most crazy shit you'll see. Yeah. Uh, if you like Hank Williams uh, third, he actually wrote a few songs about him. And he even has a little cameo in it playing a song. Uh, so great, great documentary of just fucking craziness. Yeah. Um, uh, there's a million, like uh, another really good one. And then I'll move on and let you guys out. Uh, Making a Murderer. That was definitely... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very intriguing. It's about a guy that was wrongfully convicted for a rape charge 20 years ago, and the whole time he never took – he could have been out – essentially, he could have got out of prison in probably 5, 10 years if he would ever play guilty, but he refused to. So he kept saying, I, I didn't rape this woman, and uh, over time, they finally get him out. And they find out that he did, in fact, did not rape this woman. He gets released, so he starts suing the county, the police sheriffs, and all that. And then out of nowhere, he gets arrested for murdering a woman on his property. Yeah. And it all looks like he's being set up and framed again. So they talk and they go into it. And it's a very, very good documentary. And, and you kind of walk away thinking he could be innocent yet again because he was pretty much slated to win, like, I think $30 million, $20, some insane mm-hmm. amount of money he was going to win. So. But- I only watched the first few episodes, but watching through the episodes, like it's not just a like dude that's framed. Like this guy's kind of a piece of shit. Yeah, I, I um, mean he's not a an upstanding citizen no. by yeah. any means. But it does look like this cr- these crimes yeah. might oh, have been framed. A piece of shit's kind of. He's definitely he's trashy. Yeah, he wasn't like a terrible guy. He was just he was just a trashy dude that worked at a fucking junkyard. He was yeah. he's about the uh, level <laughs> level of caliber of a guy that works at a junkyard. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so you definitely watch it in the whole time wondering like, well, did he? Would he really murder that woman? Um. So I, it's definitely worth a watch. It's, it's a docu series on Netflix. Yep, isn't it? Yes. It, was, it definitely uh, blew up Netflix for their documentaries. They they do a bunch of them. They're all really well done. Yeah. Anybody else jump on it? Uh, I have a I have a few. I, I I also really enjoy documentaries. Um, one of the ones that there were two in a weekend that me and Allison watched. I think we watched them back to back. I believe we found them on Netflix. Uh, one of them was called Resurrect the Dead, or Resurrect Dead: The Mystery of the Toynbee Tiles. Had no idea what a Toynbee tile was or any of this stuff. Uh, we just pushed play on it because the the, the synopsis sounded really interesting. And there are apparently these tiles that just started showing up in cities. So, like, just, like, driving down the road, you would just, all of a sudden, there would be, you you would see these tiles that people had made up, or that someone had made up and put into the street, and they would say different things, and, like, crazy stuff. So, um, they started started showing up in these, these certain areas, but then later, they started showing up in, like, different parts of the world, and it was just this mystery of, number one, what the fuck do these tiles mean? Uh, where are they coming from? How are they... Like, how are they being put on here? Like, no one knew what the hell was going on with it. So it was really, really well done documentary. Because I, I enjoy documentaries that are about things that I normally wouldn't care about. But then when I watch them, it's like, oh, 
this is really interesting on something I, I should really give care a shit about. about what kind of napkins I buy. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly that kind of stuff. And this was definitely one of those. And uh, the other one we watched was um about uh, Pruitt Igo, which was one of the first um housing developments, government funded housing developments that was ever built in Chicago. And about uh, it's called uh, the, Pru- the Pruitt uh, Pruitt Igo myth. And it, um, a lot of people use Pruitt Igo to um, to disprove that government funded housing things are like that that doesn't work. And this goes into not it's it's not a thing that takes either side of like this is the, the government housing is good or government housing is bad. It's bias. It's all about why you can't use Pruitt Igo as a um, as a marker of whether it works or not. Because of all the like the time period where there was so much suburban sprawl going on, and um, the 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 money stuff wasn't there to like keep the place like f- they were able to fund it, they were able to start it, but they weren't able to keep keep it out of disrepair and stuff like that. So um, it got to be a place where like it, cops would get calls to there, and they just wouldn't show up. It was too dangerous. So. Um, it, it, they they interview a lot of people that live there, a lot of people that had to do with the the thing and all. And it was again another one that I normally wouldn't care about a documentary about a housing a government housing project, but this one was really well done and really interesting and really made you think about some of these things and all. Uh, Searching for the wrong eyed Jesus is one that I uh, rave about all the time. It's kind of about the struggle between. Um, like outlaw people in small towns, the religious people and the creative people and how um, the religious people, they go to their church, they do their thing. They hate the outlaw people. The outlaw people just want to have fun, get drunk, just party all the time and pretty much hate the, the, you know, the, the churchy people. And then you have this other sect that's like these creative people and don't really know what to do with the rest of the, you know, cause they don't really fit in on either side. And it's really interesting because it, it's um, it, it takes this weird look into the South and the Southern small town and us me growing up in Live Oak, Florida, which is a tiny town, yep, uh, and living in Lake City, which is a still small town. Um, it, it was a really interesting outside look from people into a world that I felt like I had sort of grown up in. Um, none of the places that they're in are really, really uh, the way I felt like I grew up, but I recognized. The, you the, see a lot of stuff that they're yeah. talking about. And part of it was actually filmed in Madison, uh, Florida, uh, which is where I... Oh, my uh, God. In, in a yeah. place that I, uh, I I got my haircut at. The the um, the uh, barbershop was on this. And I don't know if you ever remember on I-75 on the way to Valdosta North, um, there was a place, Sheffield's, where Jesus is Lord. That was all, on all of their signs. It's a catfish house uh, up in up in on the way to Valdosta in Jasper area. Uh, that place is also on there, uh, and they go talk to some people there and everything. And it's just a, a like I said, I think it's a very interesting look. The uh, people that made it are uh, they're British, and they are fascinated with the South, but they kind of seem to be fascinated with the South the way someone would be fascinated with the circus. Like, oh, that's weird and weird. So I, I like that. I like weird. So I like that. So they, I like weird. I like the South. So they came to do this documentary and they ran into this musician. Um, ah, his name's white, but I can't remember his first name. And he does really, really good, but really weird music as well. And he kind of chaperones them through the South. And 
him uh his outlook on the south because he's from california and he's like you know i'm not a southerner i'll never be a southerner but i love the south and this is why and so he just kind of takes them through the south and it's 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 really great especially for someone who's like i said i uh, i grew up in a small southern town so uh that was a really interesting look into something that i felt like i'd lived through anybody else i've got two um one is the uh, the Toys That Made Us documentary yep. series. Yeah, those are great. Um, they they strike a fun balance between entertaining, like, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, just stories. Informative, entertaining. Yeah, it's yeah. informative and entertaining. And then I can't remember the name of it, but it's not in that series, but it's another Lego documentary that I watched one time that went really deep into... Um, the founders and and mm. the uh, the struggles between um, how they do their stuff, um, what pieces they decide to keep, and and I think I watched that same documentary bankrupt and yeah, it was really good. I just can't remember the name of it. Um, I think it was something simple like Lego, a brick documentary or something I, like yeah, that. Yeah, some, because Netflix really had like a few. That. They had one on Google ne- uh, Lego. Like yeah, they, they, they was, it was that was an older documentary, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was, it was older. from a few years ago. I, I think I watched it too. And then there's one I want to see, but I haven't been able to get a hold of it. But I've heard a lot about it, so I'm just going to bring it up. Is uh, Chris Claremont's X Men? I'd really like to see. I that. have that. I uh, I bought it on. I, I had to buy it on Amazon. And okay. I had to like buy it through Amazon, okay. uh, so I don't have a physical copy of it. But I have it. And I watched that, and it was I. You know, I love Chris Claremont and the X Men, so that was great because it's him and Anne Nascenti and um, Simonson and like all of them sitting around just talking about how great the good old days were and everything. And uh, it's everything you want from it. Good. Yeah, I want to track that down at some point. So the majority of my documentary exposure is stuff borrowed from Mike McCarthy which is like Chasing Ghost, uh, which is a small documentary about all the high-ranking or high-scoring uh, like arcade uh, game players yeah. in the 80s. It was pretty entertaining. Uh, I also had a huge documentary education by late-night HBO, including Taxi Cab Confessions, <laughs> and my personal favorite, Real Pimps sex. Up, Hose Down. Mm. Uh, I, I will say I'm a sucker for well not pimps up hose down but anything like prison system related yeah. like where they go into the prison and they mm-hmm. just interview those guys I've, I love those there's a new one on Netflix that they, they just put on there locked this week up. is that what it's called uh, most of it, like they yeah, have they have a million different locked up yep. series but mm. they put there them were on some there. really good prison no, documentaries Netflix. Oh, okay. Netflix. it's a new one that they oh, just put on I there I think it was yeah. uh, world's hardest or most it's something it's prisons I well, know it's, I, it is prisons I, I enjoyed yeah. the late night prison documentary they had on Showtime and Cinemax called a caged heat. It's all <laughs> exclusive female prisons. Yeah, those. Uh, <laughs> all right. Before we move, to, and in the last documentary, I, I just had to say I won't go with it. But Voyager one and uh, two. That was one of mine as well. I not only is it good, it's just beautifully shot. Um, and to me, Netflix are, are sorry, not Netflix, but uh, documentaries when they're shot well, just make it easier to stay Let intrigued the whole time. Is. Would uh, you consider Ugly Delicious a documentary? Because no, it kind of move on. not really. No. It's more and that's more of like an informative series. It's semi. I, I guess it's you not, see where you come from because okay. it's it's definitely documenting like the history of food and stuff. So make a dick hard and the yeah. impact of it. Okay. Yeah, I'd say that's the other one I'd have is the impact. office. <laughs> it's not a documentary. No. The office. 
All right. Damn it. What else? What are questions you got? That's it. All right, guys. Well, this has been Nerds to Get Laid sometimes. Like always, if you're listening to us on Spotify, thank you for that. Yes. If you're downloading our episodes, thank you for that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Make sure to keep sharing us if you've shared us before. We really appreciate that because we need all the, need the love and, and shares. And go get. subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're trying to put more stuff out on that. And yes. like us on the Instagrams. Yes. Yes. Right. Thank you guys for sitting by the put fire with us and listening to wonderful podcasts. And rate Have us on good. iTunes as well. Yes. Have a good evening, bitches. Later. Later. Nerds Who Get Late Sometimes is recorded at the illustrious Big Brown Record Town Studios in beautiful downtown Lake City. Episodes are published each Monday on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and Google Play. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash nerds who get laid. We're at nerds who get laid on Twitter and Instagram. We're part of the Geeks Worldwide Podcast Network. You can find reviews and articles we write at thegww.com. We're also part of the Modest Pod Podcast Network. We're on floridageekscene.com and also WeBeGeek geekspc.com please subscribe rate and review us on itunes stitcher radio and podbean you can also check out the show notes for links about things we talked about in this episode thanks so much this has been a production of the gww radio network please don't forget to subscribe rate and review us on itunes stitcher and soundcloud Also, check out Geeks Worldwide at thegww.com for all the latest news, reviews, and opinions on video games, comics, movies, TV, cosplay, and more! Geeks Assemble!